What's up, guys? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am doing my live with Chris from A Daily Refinement. Uh, we are both resellers, and I have a degree in mathematics, and I have three dashboards, analytical dashboards that help the resellers look at their data and make decisions based off of their data. So if you like content like that, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the notifications. If you like videos like this, uh, give me a thumbs up on the way out. Um, today we are talking, so this is a weekly series that me and Chris have. We we usually start on his channel. His live was kind of going funky. So the recording from today is going to go up after our video today. So go head on over to his channel after this to watch that. Um, lots of really good content. We were talking about what's happening in the realm of reselling right now and with the pandemic, um, how the what's going on and how to kind of survive for that. And something that came up during that, definitely check it out on his channel so um, you can follow. But something that came up is kind of having this blended income. And I want to, I mean, Chris has 50,000 followers on YouTube, which, you know, for my itty bitty channel is just, uh, um, you know, outrageous. And he's mentioned wanting to grow as well, um, coming out with a season three. And so I do want to talk about having this blended income when you start to have the income, how to do it and all of that. So um, I will let Chris, if actually, I want to see what you're working on. How is your week, Chris? We'll start there. How is your week? My week is awesome. So I, I this is one of my favorite topics. Um, because people ask me, is it worth it to, to do that was social my first media, question. right? Is it worth it? Do <laughs> yeah. you have, um, goals with it? You know, it takes a lot of time. And the way I look at it is, um, you, there's, and actually I learned this from Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank. You, when you're a YouTuber, there's a couple of ways to do it. You can either, you can be an influencer, which is you create a lifestyle and people want to follow you and they, they buy the same products that you buy and they support you through ad revenue that sponsors your channel. That's one way of doing it. You can kind of do it like I do it where I'm more of an instructor. I have coaching products like a mastermind or courses that I sell to help people achieve goals or I do coaching. Um, but you have to look at it, in my opinion, one of those two ways. Either you are selling a service or a product, that's one, or you're an influencer and you sell other people's products. And the best way to monetize that, in my opinion, straight out of the gate would be product reviews. Um, right now, if you were reviewing the top, uh, what are the best meals to make at home from Trader Joe's? You, people are going to watch that and they're going to click on it. If you have a partnership with Trader Joe's, it's going to instantly turn in the money. So the way I look at it and is it worth it comes down to one question, which is what is your hourly rate? And can social media eventually equal that for you? Like as an example of, go ahead. I think eventually, um, if you're not on social media yet, you don't know all the work that goes into it. Eventually is the key word because it is very time consuming and you don't get paid anything until you get to that eventually. But, but I mean, that's the part. same with, with yeah. being a hairdresser or a massage therapist or. Yeah, but I feel um, like YouTube's much more brutal. <laughs> I feel <laughs> it's like just it's, me. it's less brutal than like being a doctor, though. Oh, yes. Well, OK. <laughs> right. So it depends. It depends on what hourly rate you're looking for. So it, yeah, it, it depends on your expectations for your your rate of return. So as an example, for me, I would like to earn two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. Being an influencer, I would have to have a million plus followers in order to achieve that goal. I actually can't achieve that goal with my current following. 
the only way for me to reach that goal would be to do coaching and to offer a service to people. If I sold real estate and I was getting leads through my, my YouTube channel, that would be the only way to reach that income. Now, if you're trying to make 50K a year, that's much easier. You could just, uh, the way I would approach 50K a year on social media is getting brand deals. If I was a reseller, I would go on the Rolo.com as an example. I would sign up to their affiliate program. I would get really good at the Rolo. I would put informational things out about it. And each time one of those sells, you make between 12 and $20. That's decent, right? So you start building up a suite of those. I have those on my, my Amazon um, affiliates pays paid for every single per, piece of furniture in my apartment, right? So there's no um, like, it, and it. I don't have to spend any money because everything that we buy on Amazon is less than the affiliate commission each month, right? You can do it that way, but then that's that's the lower level of of influencing. The big big. If you're trying to make a million dollars a year on social media, now we're talking brand deals. You're working directly with Samsung, Sony, the big companies. Yeah. So it depends on where you want to go, if, and and, it, and you can tell me what you want your income to be, and I can tell you the fastest way to do it because I've I'm a social media. What, uh, what are those people called? Um, stalker. I watch all the people that make money and I know how they do it. Yeah. So Which awesome. is why I have you here is because you do all that work and then you just tell me. You're like my cliff notes for all of it. Because I don't actually, and this probably bites me in the butt when I'm starting out and still does. I'm not a huge um, social media consumer personally. And so it takes me, like I don't know what happens on YouTube. I didn't have a YouTube channel in, or login until I started a YouTube. Um, and so even my husband, who's not on, I mean, he's a huge YouTube consumer for other yep. genres, but he's like, oh, you should do this. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing because I don't consume it. Um, and but so- the thing is, if you on. want to be an excellent YouTuber, then you need to have a YouTube channel you can model because well that's why i have not, you here it, it's not it's not a, <laughs> it's not a secret so this is a lesson i really learned and you should write this down gary keller is one of my mentors one of my um my spiritual mentors and he said he loves sports but doesn't watch it and you're like okay what does that mean so basically he's looking at sports scores and they're like hey this person was able to achieve this result by doing this and he applies that to business. And I think it translates beautifully because sports is like track and field is the best example. There's no BS. Whoever runs the fastest wins. That's it. Yeah. And then you look at the people who run the fastest and look at what they do. And then you add that to your business life and it kills it. So that's how I look at YouTube. I, I watch YouTube, but not for entertainment. I want to know what they've done. What does their description look like? How do they do it? Yeah. So let me give you an example. I was looking at Graham Stephan's channel. He makes 111000 a month in AdSense. Okay. He spends 84 hours a week making two videos. Okay. That's amazing. Think about how awesome that video is. It's exactly yeah. what's trending right now on YouTube. It's filmed like a studio perfectly. Every single word is curated. It does exactly what the audience wants. It has them at the edge of their seat listening to every word. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's exactly what you want for a YouTube. And it's every single thing is like a, a treasure hunt. You're watching his video and you know he'll 
they'll talk about millennial stuff and he'll have staged a piece of avocado toast in the background that probably took him 45 minutes to place, but you don't know that. You're just sucked yeah. in when you're watching it and you realize, okay, this is why this guy makes seven figures a year on YouTube because he's putting in the work. He, he's making the videos perfect. Now, if you were a coach, the best way to do it would be to figure out who you want to coach. You are somebody that I want to coach. I want to help people make at least $1,000 a week reselling. That's why this is like a no-brainer um, mentorship for me because because I'm, I'm telling you that my time, needs, I want it to be worth $200 an hour, including this time. Yeah, right? This right. is time that I could be with somebody, but I'm thinking to myself, okay, what is it? So I have to... Me talking to you every single week lets me know what kind of challenges you're going through, what kind of emotions you're working through, what kind of challenges do you have. You're exactly who I'm looking for, a parent. Um, you have previous business you've worked for. There's like a lot of stuff that you have going. You have a unique set of challenges that other people can relate to. And so it's so worth it, even though you're not getting paid. The and this is what with social media, especially in the beginning, like I'm not getting paid. It's quantity or quality over. I can't think of the words for what I'm trying to say. So, but so you're not you're not getting paid two hundred and fifty dollars. But you is the opportunity cost. You're getting paid in the future because of what you're doing now. You're building but other think, types of things. I think you should you should maybe look at it differently. So Graham, um, his first video had nine views. The first year he made like hundred bucks, and this is not missing any uploads. So under $10, like nothing, essentially yeah. like way less than nothing. Okay. For the amount of time he spent thousands of dollars on equipment, like that, that's negative thousands of dollars. Okay. The thing is it takes a, you can look at what it looks like on top and work your way up to it. So, so for, as an example, when you're reselling, I, I'm copying a store that's already at the level that I want to be at. And I did a YouTube channel that I want to copy. A lot of the, what I want to copy is what he does. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm basically half-assing a video almost every day. This guy is full of two videos per week. Yeah. To the and T so, and achieving 10, 100 times the results. Yeah, but I found too, and maybe it's a longer game when you do a much better quality video less frequently. But I found, especially when I was starting, the more consistent and the more that I was putting out content, the but how, quicker. But how long have you been? Looking. How long have you been doing it? Right, uh, like a little over a year. But I'm saying he's been doing it for like a decade. Yeah, so right. like it's so very I'm talking different like looking at, you know, and he hasn't missed an upload in a decade. But but the thing is, it's like it's it is about consistency, yes. But the thing is, it's I think it's harder than people think to reinvent to make it to make it honestly a good product. So for example, Ryukur is saying he's a YouTube consumer. YouTube consumers are on their game. They don't watch crap. They want to watch the best possible thing. That's my husband, and I ask him all the time. I'm like, what make like what makes you pick a thumbnail? Because I'm like, I have no idea. I don't. And so I think, I mean, in having this conversation, and I have been on YouTube a little bit more, is right. I need to figure out like what makes someone but click on a thumbnail be, and a description. Be, you and a, should be obsessed with YouTube, how YouTube is built. You should be obsessed with how eBay is built. This it's you know, and then eventually you'll know. Like I know how social media works. I don't think you fully understand how the algorithm works or how to make money because 
to me, what I want to make can be achieved. Yeah. I'm not executing it, but at least I know how. I can look, I can point to channels that, that well, do so what I want to do. Let's talk about it on YouTube because I've watched quite a few videos on like how to get like you do your SEO and you work, you know, you work backwards and find SEOs that work. I feel like in reselling, there's only so many things that we can talk about. Right. And so I'm just coming, I'm basically just putting words in different places is kind of what it feels like. And then I make a video about it. Um, but how, like, how do you get these, you know, 50,000 subscribers and all of these the views? Is that, that's not, that's not the part that matters. The part that matters is how, you saying, is it worth it? Is it, is the worth it part, the followers to you? Well, I want to make money and having and, followers and that, and, and, the views. It, 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 the views and, Okay, it depends again. If if you're trying to, um, hmm. So if, I guess it depends on: Do you want to monetize the views, or do you want to monetize number of number of views? Because I only need. Uh, let me do the math here. Um, so let's say the minimum I want to make on YouTube is a hundred thousand. I only need. Um, I only need 50,000 views a year, really, to, to, to reach that goal if I was only doing it for money. Yeah. But, but well, some so of YouTube I'm doing I do it. for, but I do YouTube partly for fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm getting there too with some of the lives. And then, like, I'm doing YouTube. Like, this is, I mean, if I get money out of this, whatever, I'm having this call with you because I'm learning. Um, and then also, I have promoting the dashboard as well. So it's giving me marketing and exposure for that. Um, I hadn't, I've kind of worked backwards, but it seems very daunting because I'm still so itty bitty. But we do have a few questions I want to get to in the chat. Um, so interesting, Sarah Styles, that you started creating content without having used the platform. Um, what motivated you to begin? And I'm going to honestly say it was kind of peer pressure. Um, I had um, the dashboard and people were like, oh, you need a YouTube channel. You need a YouTube channel. And I was like, Okay, my husband kept telling me too because he's a huge YouTuber. Um, this is like this is where it's gonna go. Like if you want to promote it and get out there, that's what you need to do. And so then I just kind of started. Um, so don't go back and look at my videos <laughs> from a year ago. Um, Amber Resales is asking, and this is one of the questions I had: What ads do you suggest putting on your videos? Do you choose all types or only certain types? Um, so I'm gonna move more towards no ads. Um, because each time I, I would say that if I was going to look at my customer, like, um, a pro, um, just like a number and not a human, I would say that a, a, each view is worth probably 10 cents. So if you're going to do the ads, um, you're going to make a lot more revenue. If you put an ad every 10 minutes or so, um, you can also click on YouTube and they'll suggest ads depending on how many people watch your video. Um, and it depends on the engagement. So if you have people who watch every single word, then I would recommend you just do two, one in the middle. I'm sorry, one at the end and one in the beginning. But if they don't watch every single um, word, then you're going to want to basically filter it in. You're basically um, screwing up your odds of growing your channel if you put in too many ads. In fact, I would say if you're comfortable with not having ads the first two years, I would go that route. Maybe just one ad per video. It depends on if you want to grow your channel or you want to make money immediately. So I've actually been leaning towards that. And I think it was our last call 
last week. I just let, like, I just click it and, cause I'm new. So I'm like, I just click it and YouTube will do what it does. Um, and I actually had someone last week say like, whoa, Sarah, <laughs> way too many ads. Um, and I've talked to a couple other people that are, if you're doing like teaching type of content, it's hard. Like we're in the middle of a sentence talking about something and then it gets cut off to an ad, right? And that's annoying for me too. So yeah, that's a good point. If you're trying to build it, less is more if you're trying to make money, um, but you're probably built. But the, the channels that make smaller. the most money have the least ads. Yeah. They don't, they don't because they, they work with brands directly and you can't skip if someone's like, by the way, I use a Dymo printer. There you go. You then nobody in this video could skip that. I, I mentioned that word and gave them in publicity, right? And for me, I make between three hundred and fifteen hundred a video. That's really high. And I, I and I don't even do them. I have a um, an awesome product that's fifteen hundred dollars um, to talk about it, and I don't. I know it's going to take ten or twenty hours to make that video, and I don't want to make that video right now. But that's how people, that's that's one, that's the highest paying thing is working with the brand directly. How do you get brands? Like, how do you? Okay, so this is the same answer. So Jeannie's girl, or Jean, Jenny girl is asking, what's the fastest way to get the your first 1,000 subscribers? It's the same answer as what you asked. How do you build a following? The fastest way is actually collaboration. Mm -hmm. So, um, <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what effect my channel has had on yours, but it, it's it's when i first started i was really a hot topic i was on everyone every big reseller channel and that was very much on purpose i spent uh i spent you know a week coming up with 10k on the bay which is very catchy i paid i bought a professional logo i did not do what people do which is like randomly put up content i did not do that i i came up with a slogan getting the ten thousand items on ebay i had a lot of design went into before starting. In fact, so I probably put 20 videos up before I launched one public. And my videos aren't even very good, but it was still like trying to see what, okay, what do I want to get across? Okay, I want to be inspirational. I want to be educational. I want to let people know they can do it. If I can do it, why can't you do it? And then there was a lot of planning that went into it. Now, I mean, I would say that the last couple of years i've just been doing youtube for fun the first year it wasn't though the first year i was trying to get the ten thousand subscribers and what i did was i collabed with every big channel i came up with a good name catchy name i was exciting to watch and i was around all those people in fact i think i've met every single reseller in person that has over twenty-five thousand subscribers not all of them but like 80 percent of them i've given them a hug before we're on that level and they're gonna mention you uh, in their road, and I was really useful. And that cost me a lot of money in the beginning. I, I flew to Las Vegas to meet Jason T. Smith, who is now um, not—he's fallen out of the favor because he's a bully, so he's like out of the thing. But I spent time investing in all these people to meet them, and I basically rode on their coattails, as they say. And I even got in trouble for that. Some of the older guys were like, look at this, this jerk just like coming in and, and jumping on people's thunder. And I'm like, this is the new game. If you want to, if you're looking for fast, follow the things that it's the same thing as, okay, if you want to make money really fast reselling, sell the things that sell the fastest. 
if you want to do it for fun, then sell whatever you find, talk about it with your friends. You know, the thing is, like, if you were selling Oreos, you'd probably kill it. But getting to the point where you can sell Oreos is very hard. Yeah. You probably need a grocery store or a gas station to get that contract. Right. True. Valid. Um, so someone is asking, and I think this is um, valid, like being able to, and this goes into you saying like you built up a lot of content and got to the place where you were collab ready. I feel so small and don't quite feel like I'm anywhere close to being collab worthy. I'm not an expert in any single topic. I just do a little bit of every thing pretty okay. Um, and I'm going to say right. something. Great yeah, time. I'm. Go I'm going to say something and then um, you can speak to it too. But I think that's kind of um, social media in general is you kind of have to figure out your why, right? Why do you want to be an influencer? Do you just want to do it for fun and like meet other people and having a purpose and a, like this is what, and then that makes it a little bit easier to, and I'm not a pro by any means. I'm still learning, but what do I want people to walk away from this video with? What do I want people to walk away from? my channel like my brand right and once you come up with that then it's not all over the place and then people know what they're getting with you too right okay so this is a great great topic so you feel so small don't quill okay so here's the thing you it, it's um i don't feel small or big ever i just feel like what i think i am so as an example if i am talking to someone about opera i don't know anything about opera I don't feel small. I just feel like I don't know anything about opera. It's okay. When And the people who want to talk about opera are the people who know stuff about it. The best way to collab with someone is ask them what they need. This is, this is needs development. It's just like dating somebody. You can't just barge right in. That's not how it works. You have to slowly go to the same party as they're at, right? Um, say hello comment on their videos, find out what they're going through. I remember um, I was trying to get become friends with Nicole State and she, um, I, you know what? I'm happy with giving her credit. She probably got me my first couple thousand subscribers. Okay. I went on her channel and I actually screwed up. I was trying to get close to Nicole State and I pissed her off. So because she said, you know, every day after work, I drive with my husband to the post office and I wrote, Hey, Nicole, I've been watching a few of your videos. Why don't you schedule a pickup? Um, it's great for me. Um, I'm, I'm not as big of a seller as you, but like I have, you know, and she's like, don't you even know me? It's totally more worth we for us. It's not better to schedule. She like tore my head off for for that comment. But still, you know, 10 comments later, she's like, hey, do you want to be on my show? You know, so it doesn't, it, I don't know. I wasn't trying to be rude to her. I was trying to be helpful, right? So over time, you just build a little bit of a relationship. And and here's the thing, being collab worthy is just being curious. That's it, just being curious. You don't know what the person needs. You don't know what people are going through in their life. You could just say, hey, how's it going? And no one has done that in the last year. Yeah. I know. I know that. I reach out to people sometimes and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And they're like, my spouse doesn't ask me that. <laughs> you know, because that's like a thing. You don't know. Yeah. It's not that not that normal. I'm married. And, sometimes I forget to ask my spouse if she had a good day. Yeah. Wait till you have kids, Chris. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did I even yeah. see you today? Yeah, when exactly. is the last time we talked? Yeah. Um, I was going to say, oh, I mean, to this point, I, I 
rode on Chris's coattail, watched his videos. And it was someone that I liked content with and we were interacting um, organically anyways, but like commenting. And then when he had a mentorship, I'm assuming he's like, I've seen this girl's name. It's not some random person that I've never seen before. Um, and some of the other people that I've had on here as well. I do accountability Mondays. Um, it is open to absolutely anybody. And you come and talk about your successes and your goals for the next week. It's a great place um, to kind of pop that bubble. If you're a little nervous about doing a collab, I'm not a big person by any means, but it kind of helps you feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, and I'm more than happy to share my itty bitty following with anybody who wants I to. I want people to not be so hard on themselves. Like why, why would you be big if you just started? Right. Is there some kind of rule that you have to do so many sales before you can talk? Who's who, who made up that rule? Like I'm like, for example, I've never sold a single item on Etsy. I don't feel self-conscious about asking you about Etsy. I don't know anything about it. And you know a lot, but I'm just like, and I, I guess I just don't want people to feel so like embarrassed. Like it doesn't matter. Like, but I, I think that's kind of what, I mean, social media kind of has one it's comparing to everybody. That's mm -hmm. what social media is. So that's just ingrained in it. And it's hard to get out of that. Um, but it is hard to go on and talk if you don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you don't have a channel about Etsy. Right. I, I and know, I bring people on my channel all the time because I'm like, I don't know anything about anything. Let me have, I mean, Jenny girl was on yesterday because she does consignment. And I was like, cool, let's talk about it. I don't know mm -hmm. anything about, <laughs> about it. Um, I think that is one of the biggest things in social media is not, is being your authentic self. And when you're pretending to talk about something that you don't know, you're immediately like, you can, people can tell for sure. I want to mention one more thing that's crazy. So the, mm -hmm. I'm looking at the different names in the in the chat, right? So let's say mm -hmm. reseller Wendy. For me, right? If I look at reseller Wendy and she, I don't know her, right? If she was going to reach out to me for a collab, I don't know anything about that name because it's too generic, right? Nothing wrong with that because reseller Wendy could be a brand name later, right? But in the beginning, it helps to have a tag. So when you're saying, hey, I'm trying to achieve this, right? And that's why I see like the, um, you know, debt-free Stacy or something. That's a, a name. It's easier to understand as someone that's reaching out because they're looking for some kind of theme. That makes it easier. Also with you, I would say Sarah Styles LLC. I would prefer something that's more of an action. It makes it easier yeah. for people to understand. And Sarah Styles might be, is the Styles a verb are you asking yeah oh. <laughs> um the styles is something that i've had for like 10 years and i don't want to rebrand to be completely honest and it's yeah. very encompassing i used to do upcycle which was style i used to be a hairdresser which is style mm. so it's and i don't want to rebrand um because you don't have, you, you don't, you don't have to, that's why you don't have to rebrand but what would your tagline be what is why would i want to watch sarah styles Oh, I don't know. Should that be my homework? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. And that, but I think that's a valid point is coming up with a brand so that people know who you are immediately when they see something, when they read it. I essentially did brand suicide by switching from 10K on the Bay, which is much better than tent daily refinement on a sense of what my channel is about, right? I can show anybody how to make a living selling stuff online, right? 10K on the Bay makes sense. If my store, which it will, um, have 10,000 items and I'm still, 
I'm stuck at 4,000 right now, but like that's a better name for my reselling channel. The point is my YouTube channel, part of it is for fun. And I like the idea of daily refinement. So the, I came up with that because that's what I want to talk about. So yeah. the people that I care about, actually, that's not true. The people who wanted that same mentality followed me because it doesn't matter what I want. Like people do like the idea of making their store better every day. And that's yeah. how I sort of look at, you know, YouTube and look at reselling is just, you know, relationships should do your best. So, you know, Kimberly is saying, oh, uh, let's, let's talk about, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, where's Kimberly? Is she further no, down? That's um, personal interest in your content ver versus pure business strategy can either met method lead to success. Um, pure business strategy always leads to success. Um, but a lot of that ends up being what you're passionate about. Yes. I was going to say, I think it's probably a little bit of both. If you're doing business strategy on stuff you don't care about, like it's going to come across that way and you're not going to be able to put the time and energy into it. Um, when I start talking about data, y'all can see my eyes <laughs> light up and I get all excited. Um, what were you saying, Kimberly? I'm scrolling down to see. She just says everyone has value. I saw comparison oh, yeah. with joy. The thing is, I think you should compare yourself, but to yourself. Yes, 100%. And that can be exhausting too. You know, um, but right? be kind yeah. with yourself. And this is a big thing that I, um, in reselling and data in general is like pick one metrics to work on. And you kind of do this too. Like pick one thing and work on that and do better at that. Like when you're like, I'm going to do better at YouTube and I want 10,000 followers and I want 20,000 on Instagram. And I also want to make this and that, then it's way too much. Say I want this in the high end and I need to make one video a week like that's a small goal that you can do and say hey you know i made one video a week and now i have more views okay what can i do the next time as this is coming out this is kind of what your channel is about which is probably why i like your channel um but you know little steps to get there and compare to yourself you're not a nicole state or i'm not daily refinement right like i have slowly i'm better than i was last year i have better views than i have this year um slow things that you can do to get there yeah, so lots of people talking about their their moniker and um, reseller Wendy. You probably can be the postal reseller. I I don't see any any issue in that. Um, oh yeah, because then you would know. Essential endeavors. Yeah, I mean, I um, I gave. I have to head out in, in just a moment. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I gave a a bottle of scotch to the person that came up with the best name. So I actually did not come up with my own name. I was as we were talking, I was thinking about I might do something um, with my followers because I'm not very good at this. I'm not. I'm a numbers person. Um, I do want to be cognizant every time we are at seven o'clock. I want what? So you're on Instagram. You're on YouTube. You're we're doing this mentorship. Do you do private mentorships? You have calls. Like, how can people learn from you? Because that is a lot of what your social media is. What is all the things okay. you do? So my channel is sort of a how-to channel. So I'm going to go over tips and tricks on how to improve your store and lifestyle and mindset. So for me, daily refinement is e-commerce, lifestyle, and mindset. Then um, I meet seven days a week live with people like yourself. So in the morning, if people want to try that, I meet at seven, or I'm sorry, six in the morning, Pacific Standard Time, seven days a week. You can just hop on a call and see if you like it. Um, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching um, if people want that. But I, I actually don't think reselling is that hard. I think the hard part is just staying on track. That's why I have a uh, daily morning call so people can say, okay, today I just want to work on my photo station. 
that's it then go do it delete instagram because it doesn't matter get your photo station set up next day come back and be like okay today i want to work on my shipping just do that for 30 days and your your store will be completely different so i want yeah. people to stay focused and um but again at this point my my goal is just for people to to focus on getting a journal writing down their thoughts i'm glad that you're finding joy in that and sleeping better yes yep but then i feel like i'm almost a little less productive because if it's not on my mind keeping me up at night then i'm not like doing it right away and then it takes me longer to get i'm like oh it's written down i'll get to it later um but then i'm also spending more time with my kids if people want to find you where can they find you like all the things that you said is it on your youtube channel or is yeah, it my youtube channel or they can send yeah. me an email chris at dailyrefinement.com but everything is should be updated on dailyrefinement.com I'll, I'll work on that to make it so it is yeah. All right, cool. I know you have to hop off. I'll do my little YouTube spiel. I'm um, head over to Chris's channel later tonight to see our chat um, as well that led to this conversation. So have a good night. I'll see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you guys for joining. Um, make sure to hit that like button on your way out um, and subscribe if you are not a subscriber and give, give a thumbs up on the way out. Subscribe if you're not a subscriber um, and hit the notification so you get notified of that. On this note, I am by no means a pro in this. I am learning with everybody else. Um, but that is part of why I have started the Mondays. I think everybody, what we were talking about, I think everybody has something to share with it um i'm not an expert in everything somebody if somebody always has something to share we can all grow it together and that's what my monday live sessions are for there's availability for three people to join the video call it, you don't have to have 10,000 followers um you don't even really have to have social media you can just come on and chat about your accountability for the week what your successes were last week and what your goals were for this week so make sure um it is 6 p.m drama free mama it is 6 p.m mountain standard i have the next two or three on my youtube already set up so you can hit a reminder and it'll remind you that we are going live if you want to come on with me just send me a dm on uh instagram and i will send you the link <laughs> thanks um flipping gals i'm going to give you full disclosure so i wear normally i just wear whatever and i have like this little bump right here i think it's a bub bite but it got really red so I had to like find a shirt that, you know, you could go up a little bit higher so you guys weren't focused on the red shirt. Um, normally I don't get as fancy, <laughs> but um, that is my full disclosure. But Mondays, join us. Um, the Flipping Gals have been on before. Jenny's Closet, actually Jenny's Closet, um, she was following me and heard something and was like, hey, you know, I do consignment. Let's chat about it. And she came on alive. I am always looking for um people to come i don't know all of the things i love learning and i like providing that for the community to grow together so if you if there's something that you want to learn about i will find someone to talk about it if i can't if there's something that you feel like you um have a good handle on uh 6 p.m mountain standard kimberly on my channel um open to everybody in the comments and then also send me a dm on instagram um if you would like to join the call i do have the next couple set up on my youtube so once this call is done if you just go over to my youtube um you can hit the little it'll say reminder and then when we go live you'll get a reminder that i'm live um so i mean that's good too i can't do every day like chris because i am a mom of three but i do try and do once a week to help keep myself accountable and then also for everybody else because i do think if you have a little bit of accountability, I'm going to do this week and you know that we're going to come back next week and talk about it, that it will help us all grow and learn together. And then as we talk about it, I usually learn something every time we talk. Oh, you're using this program and how did you do this and um, all of that. So that 
is my lives for this week. Um, so I will see everybody next week on Monday, 6 p.m. Mountain Standard. Give thumbs up. Subscribe if you like content like this. Um, I think that's it. Everyone have a good day.